Fuck you, Hernan Cortez. I'm Acadia Einstein, and this is Strangeful Things. Welcome to a historical escapade, courtesy of Strangeful Things, and welcome to Season 4. I'm Acadia Einstein, and I'm here with Mel's and Chewy, who are just the best darn grackles that anyone could ever ask for. Oh, that's so nice of you. That's right. That's right. I'm turning over a new leaf. Yep, I'm turning over a new leaf. Really? So you yep. don't want anything from either of us that has nothing to do with anything like that? <laughs> well, I mean contribute to the show in some small way i guess oh, <laughs> define <Right>. small <laughs> yeah small would be quadruple what you do now oh, geez. <laughs> wow all right so maybe i didn't turn over a new leaf yeah. <laughs> i did for a minute but I then cracked in less than a minute yeah, yeah that's oh. all right so we got done with season three and I got so wound up about the Jennings eight that I forgot that we were supposed to stop at 23 episodes, but we went to 25 cause we had to get the Jennings ones out. But now we're in season four. How's it feel? Do you feel different? I mean, I can't believe that it's been a whole season already. Like that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. Like, granted, I wasn't here for the whole thing, but, you know, I was still here for most of it, right? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And we really made the most of that quarantine <laughs> and being unemployed. Well, actually, I'm I'm still unemployed, so I guess I'm still making the most of it. But you guys have jobs. <laughs> Jackasses. <laughs> All right. So this week, we're going to be talking about the Aztecs and how metal they were and how they could be ruthless jerks. Not ruthless enough to keep from being conquered, but for fuck's sake, they didn't even have guns, so it wasn't really a fair fight. But before we jump to their untimely end, let's get a little history on who and when they were and where they came from, at least as far as anyone knows. Well, that should we should have some pretty good info on them by now, right? I mean, isn't it like the 1500s or something when they were around? Well, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that Europe has some grocery stores that have been open since the 1500s still. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's when when uh, my brother and I were in London at the same time for work. He was like, oh, we have to go eat at this restaurant. And it was Charles Dickens's favorite restaurant, and it was still open from when Charles Dickens was alive. I feel like I've heard this story from you before. Oh. <laughs> I wonder where. <laughs> Maybe it was this show. I don't know. But that's the only that's the only example I have of shit that's really old. And I probably told it on this show before, but the shit in Europe, they just don't throw it away because there's not enough room. Right. <laughs> They're all cramped in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Except I've been watching that show Dark on Netflix and Germany seems very nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to get into that. I really want to. Oh, it's 
fucking fucked up. It's it's good <laughs> shit. Oh, and as a matter of fact, Mel's, if you stop watching it, then we can talk about it on on a on a chill time. Ooh, my, yeah, my, you my. jump right on that. You we'll got nothing see. going on. You just come up with something to exclude me on. That's cool. No, I <laughs> just was saying you got nothing going on, Shuey. So you watch it too. That's hey, fine. Shuey, welcome to season four. Not much has changed. You, I was gonna say, Shuey, you should watch it too. That, but I don't want to tear you away from your Magnum PI reruns. <laughs> I don't watch those now. Oh, I've been watching oh, a lot of really depressing shit. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I just watched a whole bunch of Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Did you watch that Netflix uh, documentary? Oh, man, that was a rough one. That was rough. Oh, my God. That fucking guy. I fucking hate the world. You know what would have been awesome? If we had given Jeffrey Epstein to the Aztecs. Ooh. (laughs) Way to bring it back in. That's right, (laughs) as we'll find out. So... And yeah, Ghislaine too. She can go fucking climb the steps to the temple. Oh, that was foreshadowing, folks. <laughs> so, from a history standpoint, their capital, Tenochtitlan, was founded in 1325 and Cortez the fuckface conquered it in 1521. So they had an almost 200-year run, which isn't bad. And that story is pretty interesting, too, in a shitty way, so we'll include it. This topic is kind of hard to cover because I want to wander all over the place because there's so much cool shit. So where do you guys want to start? Well, I prefer to run through the basics, please, so we have a foundation because I don't know much about the Aztecs. So I want to get something under my belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds good. <laughs> Fine. I won't tell the gross parts first. All right. Yeah, but I do yeah, want to point out part. that. Yeah, I do want to point out that the capital has the word tit in it. <laughs> no. uh, keeping it keeping it classy. Yeah, yeah it does. Classy. <laughs> so, the origins of the Aztecs are a little murky. Some say they came from northern Mexico. That area was called Aztlan, which meant white land, which is why they think it was in the north, because like the white sands and whatever. Not like they had good maps back then. They were also called the Tenochka after their ancestor named Tenoch. <laughs> they were also called the Mexica and apparently called themselves the Calhua Mexica. The Mexica stuff comes from Metzliapan, which means Moon Lake, which was, according to the Encyclopedia Britannica, the mystical name for Lake Texcoco. And Lake Texcoco is going to be our first little side trip because it's a good indication of how Europeans fuck up everything with their goddamn meddling. Okay, well, no side trips yet, please. We're just keeping it to the basics, all right? Yeah, I know, but this won't make any sense if I tell it later. Okay. So I promise it will be quick. So Tenochtitlan was built on a series of islands in Lake Texcoco. And they got the idea to put it there because they saw a fucking eagle sitting on a cactus. Oh, all right. (laughs) That was... That's vision. And I tried to find an example of another why a place is founded. And I remember that supposedly Reykjavik in, in Iceland is where it is because some guy threw some shit out of a boat and that's where it washed up. But I couldn't <laughs> find anything that confirmed that. But anyways, the main city was on the biggest island and the Aztecs figured out how to build pilings, hammering them into the lake bed and covering them with earth and rocks. So they just made the city in the lake bigger, which on one hand is crazy cool that they figured out 
all that shit. But on the other hand, there was probably someone off to the side named Bert who was like, why didn't we start building it where there was enough land? Because the fucking eagle, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just saying, I landed where it landed, so shut the fuck up, Bert. Throw some dirt in the water so we can make land for a bakery. <laughs> Fucking Bert. Fucking Bert, man. Fucking the worst guy, man. Aztec. So, guy. It was also full of canals like Venice, and at its peak, it had 140,000 people in it. The canals had bridges that canoes could go under, and they could be retracted in case of an attack. And in the middle of it was the 197-foot-tall Templo Mayor. According to HistoryRevealed.com, the temple was devoted to Tlaloc, God of rain and fertility. And and this is going to come up a lot, folks. And you might hear it said a few different ways, but we're going to do our best. Huitzilopochtli. Huitzilopochtli, God of war. It's estimated that there were tens of thousands of human sacrifices. And on opening day of the temple, they took 4,000 prisoners of war and took their hearts out while they were still alive. And we'll get back to the prisoner thing later. But think about 4,000 hearts having to get cleaned up. <laughs> well, I'd rather have to take care of the hearts than the whole bodies. That's a lot of lifting and shit. Well, I don't know. I'd be all, I call hearts. And go around with a with a basket while you fools lug the bodies down to the canals or whatever they did with them. But but like, what does this have to do with Europeans fucking everything up? Oh, well, the Aztec Empire fell, as we mentioned, in 1521 after Cortes laid siege to it for 10 weeks. And the Spanish fuckers would probably still lost. But the Aztecs had to deal with getting smallpox from their assholes, too. So they couldn't really fight well since they were all dying of smallpox at the time. So once he had conquered it, Cortez raised the whole fucking thing to the ground and drained the lake. His thinking was that the lake bed would be good for crops, but he was completely wrong and it was too salty. Now, modern day Mexico City is built on the bones of Tenochtitlan and the combination of the dry lake and the buildings have all settled. And sometimes giant clouds of dust blow up and blanket Mexico City, adding to its terrible air pollution problem. So because Cortez, the shitwit, knocked down an amazing city and drained the lake, Mexico City is worse off. So good going, jerk. Oh, wow. I didn't know how you were going to bring that back around, but pretty good job there, Katia. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> but, you know, I want to talk about the hearts. Well, <laughs> if you... If you want to talk about the hearts, yeah. then we got to talk about timing. Because let's say on your best day, because it was a big day, you'd have your best people doing well, it. Of course. If it took a minute to cut out somebody's still beaten heart, which, I mean, the chest, you got to go through, you know, the breastbone and shit Ooh. like that. So. You got to yeah. get through the rib. So a minute is good, right? Yeah, but you figure? I'd that's say that's good on the good time. side. That's really yeah. good with yeah, with fifteen hundreds tools to do it, you know. Yeah. So if they had to do four thousand and they did one a minute, that's sixty seven hours. God. So I don't oh know whether God. they had like a whole bunch of people doing it or they like the thing lasted a week or like line up ten people in a row with like ten guys with axes yeah, 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 yeah. Them. like ready go and they're racing like in the world's strongest yeah. man where they're, where, they're, <laughs> where they're putting the big rocks on the, on the <laughs> and instead of that they're cutting out hearts that's what I was 
They're all reaching in trying to get it. You're like, no, yeah. <laughs> That is fully what I was imagining right there. But, um, but like, did they have axes? Because you know what I was imagining? Like a sharpened rock, basically. Well, now, they had... I mean, they had gold and stuff, so I'm going to say they had. Okay. Metal. Okay. Okay. Well. But I mean, it, either way, no matter what you were going in there with, I mean, the heart's tough too, so you got to cut the mm. the the, the ventricles and, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all your, all your tubes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. No, I don't think that's what it's called. Yeah. So <laughs> it's the pipes, the the aorta and whatnot. So anyway, they really had to work hard at cutting out 4,000 people's hearts, and it must have been yeah. a grand opening indeed. Meaty. Oh my God. Meaty. That's way more, that's way more, you know, like impressive than having some of those wavy car inflatable guys that are in front of the... <laughs> car washes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, we know they settled down in 1325, and they might have contributed to the demise of the people that were there before them, the Toltecs. And I'm not going on another tangent, except to say that the Toltecs conquered the city of Teotihuacan, which featured such cool-sounding stuff as the Avenue of the Dead and the Temple of the Moon. Those sound like Iron Maiden albums. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, it actually does. <laughs> Metal. <laughs> we don't know exactly... It's not settled who the Toltecs wiped out to become the people in that area. But I will say that the Aztecs showed up in the region as the Toltecs were waning, which might have been a causation in addition to being a correlation. Hmm. So, sorry, Toltecs. <laughs> now, the reason that the Aztecs grew up so big is that they were geniuses at agriculture. They drained the swamps around the lake and they grew maize, which is corn for everybody that's a dope, avocados, <laughs> beans, and squash. Oh, and potatoes. So honestly, I'm pretty sure I would have been fine living there. <laughs> like <laughs> corn and mashed potatoes. That's, that's pretty what, much what I need. That's what Shuey had for dinner. <laughs> that's, pretty much, that's it. They fished as well, which is... Baby. <laughs> oh, shit. that's woo, you're living it up so they had they they had fish which is meh but they also hunted wild turkeys and armadillos so score mm, armadillo <laughs> don't make fun of it because hillbilly mel's probably hunted them too <laughs> as she ran around when she was gigging frogs mm. barefoot in the Georgia kudzu. Okay, all right. Well, ha, 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 ha. laugh it up. I will tell you though, I didn't run in with armadillos until I lived in Texas, not oh, Georgia. Yeah. And I actually participated in an armadillo race. Okay. What, did you win? Well, my armadillo did win. And let me tell you how you, you do an armadillo race is you get behind the armadillo and you got to blow at it. 
Okay. Oh, and, you, and, and you follow behind it and you keep blowing on it and it goes, 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 goes. And I happened to win that armadillo race. And what I got out of it was a can of dehydrated armadillo milk. Thank you very much. Oh, that is. Well, that's, oh, that's delicious. Did you know that was the prize before you agreed to be in the, in the race? <laughs> First of all, I did get that close to the butthole. All right. Second of all, I didn't know that was the prize, but I, I took my can of dehydrated milk and I went on about my business. Like I didn't just fall on the floor yeah. in ruffle or in a fringe cowboy boots blowing on an armadillo. All right. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the headline that was in the paper obviously was Mel's blows armadillo and it finishes first. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Another satisfied customer. <laughs> <laughs> so the Aztecs were really good at agriculting, which is I why I, I know why people come to Strangeful Things. They want to hear about how to grow beans. Ugh, Mel's, you and your <laughs> agrarian background. <laughs> hey, this is still important background, and I assume there will be a huge payoff later. Absolutely. I've been thinking about this ever since I went to the restaurant in my town named Azteca, and they had portraits of the Aztec kings on the walls in the place where you had to wait to get a table. Fuck, that place mm. is good. Mm. That's Azteca in Matthews, North Carolina, our new sponsor. And they'll <laughs> yeah. never know... They're, they're accepting takeout orders because of the Rona, but it's good, good stuff. I ate there once with my old boss and showed him two girls, one cup. Oh, God. Two armadillos, one blow. <laughs> yeah, nice. Good times. <laughs> so, good times. So to move things along with Mel's fucking background, uh, the story was very – the society was very militaristic and religion wise i'm just going to quote from the encyclopedia britannica because why wouldn't i because they're wicked smart aztec religion was syncretistic which is the amalgamation or attempted amalgamation of different religions cultures or schools of thought absorbing elements from many other mesoamerican cultures at base it shared many of the cosmological beliefs of earlier peoples notably the maya such as that the present Earth was the last in a series of creations and that it occupied a position between systems of 13 heavens and nine underworlds. Prominent in the Aztec pantheon were Huitzilopochtli, god of war, Tonatia, god of the sun, Tlaloc, god of rain, and Quetzalcoatl, the feathered serpent, who was part deity and part culture hero. Human sacrifice, particularly by offering a victim's heart to Tonatia, was commonly practiced as was bloodletting. Closely entwined with Aztec religion was the calendar on which the elaborate round of rituals and ceremonies that occupied the priests was based. The Aztec calendar was the one common to much of Mesoamerica, and it comprised a solar year of 365 days and a sacred year of 260 days. The two yearly cycles running in parallel produced a larger cycle of 52 years. So I guess I would want to use like the 260 day one for my birthday until I was like 21 and then I'd switch <laughs> over to the other one. Yeah. Because then I'd only be like 15 when I became able to drink and shit. Yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty, that's pretty clever actually. It's like, like, <laughs> it's like how the Jewish way. year is like, I don't know, like, 
10 days long or some shit like that because if you had to look <laughs> on the jewish calendar it's like year ten thousand something or other but if you did do that too you'd be drinking blood out of a skull or a hollowed out armadillo or some shit like that <laughs> if it fucks me up i don't give a shit <laughs> well, well, righty then. wise words <laughs> thank you did you ever like when you were kids think that the best thing to do was to mix all the liquor into one in your parents cabinet into one drink so that it wouldn't look like much was gone from any of the bottles oh yeah what no my yeah. <laughs> i didn't grow up with liquor in my house though oh. it was gross oh well i didn't well, we that was at my stuff, friend's we, houses yeah we only had stuff for for guests and stuff because uh we couldn't have it in the house otherwise but. Well, let's see. My mother drank coffee brandy, which was the grossest stuff in the world. And mm. I would never like that's my grandfather good. once said, yeah, ruin good coffee and good brandy. <laughs> 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 and my uncle drank copious amounts of black label beer, which Ew. I think. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, I think that, like, you could see the hops if you poured it into a cup. <laughs> oh, God. Gross. <laughs> we that's gross. That's how I think about it. it. Ugh. Ugh. I did Black go label. over to a friend's house, and we were in probably ninth grade, maybe. And her mother was a big fan of peach schnapps. Mm. And so we got into some of those peach schnapps, and I'm telling you, I've never been so sick in my life. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, probably because I was not uh, mature enough to drink, but also because it was peach schnapps. So what the fuck? Yeah, that's uh, true. Peach that's stuff will, fuzzy navels, baby. Yeah, that'll wreck you on a good day. <laughs> oh, that's that's some quality. That's some girl drink drunk. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. We used to also get two liters of wine coolers. Oh, oh yeah. Ah. California coolers. Oh, my word. I don't know why they sold them in two liters. Maybe so people would think they were soda. <laughs> when, you when you pop the top, did it fizz? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was, I don't know what the fuck it was, honestly. There were spritzers, maybe? Uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, they were, they were, I don't know. They yeah. were wine coolers. That's what they were called. Do they like still have them? down wine. I don't know if they still have them. I don't know. I don't think I've actually ever drank a wine cooler. Just well, surprising. Now, they, now they, they made up new stuff now. Now they have seltzer. Right. Oh, fucking like seltzer. White That's this year's thing. <laughs> yeah. No laws when you're on the claws, baby. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> At the same time, I was saying I love that. <laughs> I have a so, t-shirt that says that with the white claw uh, symbol. <laughs> oh, my God. So apparently Seagram's makes wine coolers. Everybody okay. makes them. One of them is called Jamaican Me Happy. Oh, a man. Refreshing, a refreshing blend of lemon, strawberry, watermelon, and guava. Flavor. So basically, it's gum that will get you drunk. Oh, That just, God, that sounds horrible. Ugh. 
And you can get a variety 12 pack so that you can mix all your horrible fucking syrupy <laughs> shit together. Oh. <laughs> Man. All right. <sighs> so we're like halfway through the show and I haven't gotten any horrible stuff except for the 4,000 hots. So now <laughs> That's let's pretty dig horrible. in. Yeah, but, but it wasn't really like focused on enough because it was in it was during Mel's background. Sorry. <laughs> I want to learn more about the fishing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dig into some of the fucked up shit the Aztecs did. And I only wish they had been immune to smallpox because then I think they would have kicked the Spanish's ass, honestly. But there's another element that would need to be addressed when the subject of the Aztecs getting conquered is concerned. The flower war. <gasps> Mm. Yeah. Did I say that ominously enough? Yeah, yeah. you did. The, what, all, what I know about the Aztecs is that when I play them on Civilization, I do really yeah. well. Yeah, they are I good in really Civilization. Well. But I'm I'm kind of addicted to Alexander now. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, because I don't want to win, like, by doing science. I want to conquer everybody. Well, he's yeah, he's the best with that. Yeah, all right. So the Flower War, and that's F-L-O-W-E-R, is to the east of Tenochtit land. And please note that I said tit like a hundred times and Mel's called it out like the very first fucking time that I said it. Well, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, that's true. There's no butt so far. Oh, no, the armadillo butt. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, you've got butts in. Been butts. I'm you always get to work it in there. So She's got uh, a talent. <laughs> to the east of Tenochtitlan was a city called Tlaxcala. Now, they were never conquered by the Aztecs because they had an arrangement. They would have wars with the Aztecs, but they wouldn't be like real wars. Hmm. At least there was no killing in battle or conquering or anything like that. They were called Zochi Yaoyotl, which means flowery war. And all they did was take prisoners when they had a ritual Zachi Yayotl battle. Wasn't In there fact, like a Star Trek about something like this? That was where they had to uh they they had to report to the incineration chamber if like <laughs> their area got bombed on the map. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, because the overall culture, which the Tlaxcala people shared with the Aztecs, thought this was a great idea because, well, the prisoners were kept for a while and then sacrificed to Huitzilipochtli. Like, that's what they did with them. Hmm. Wow. They, they had a fake war and they caught each other and then they got sacrificed. But... Since their idea of the afterlife involved reincarnation, this was okay. According to AztecHistory.com, <clears throat> The afterlife of a person was based mostly on how they died. Some, such as those sacrificed to Huitzilopochtli, yeah? okay. yeah. would join the battle against the darkness. In ancient Aztec religion, some would eventually be reincarnated as birds or butterflies, or eventually humans. Some would be, for a time, disembodied spirits roaming the earth. Most, at some point, would have to make the long journey through the nine levels of the underworld. 
people would be buried in a squatting position with items that would help them in their journey. In the end, they would live in darkness. <laughs> but, huh. Time. Wait, I do. Why? What's the squatting position for? Um, <laughs> it's the. It, uh, well, so you're like ready to jump right back up and be alive. I was literally about to say either so you can get your business done, bird dogging, as I was, as I was so nicely told. It's not, it's not bird dogging. It's prairie dogging, by the way. Uh, or that they would be ready to just jump out at you and get you. Yeah, that might be. That might be it. So if you had a heart attack while you were taking a shit, you probably didn't get reincarnated into something very good. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the which is like literally how most people die. Oh sure, that's just. That's how Elvis died. Just, well, that's how it yeah. goes. What are you gonna do? But he had, I don't know, he had a good ride. Yeah. yeah. Now the warriors who got sacrificed got to fight alongside their gods against the underworld and shit which is actually pretty cool that is cool that is pretty pretty awesome except that over time it became less cool because tenochtitlan was using up people at a rapid pace (laughs) (laughs) and since they would kick tlaxcala's ass in a real fight tlaxcala sort of had to go along with it like oh yeah you can keep taking our people for the sacrifice because it's it's our religion thanks we don't have anybody to do the agriculture now, but whatever. <laughs> so, but when Cortez showed up, yeah, the well. Tlaxcalas joined the Spanish side against the Aztecs, no which way. is fucking cold. Yes. <laughs> goes to oh show you. God. If you farm a neighboring city for human sacrifices, eventually they're going to get pissed. <laughs> it's going to catch up. It's, it's going to catch yep. up to you someday. Yep, that'll come back to bite you. Not me, though, because I have super good timing, so I'll know right when to stop should the need arise. (laughs) So if I become the head of a city and then start taking people from the other city to, like, say, Minneapolis and St. Paul, like, no one really cares about St. Paul. They'd be the Tlaxcala of this situation, right? The Minneapolis people would probably be like, yeah, we're going to take you guys over. (laughs) But I I would stop just before it got too much. Okay, I like it. You would know just when to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's my—he's the all-knowing Acadia. Okay. Yeah, that's that's yeah. knowing when to knowing when to stop something is definitely definitely my strong suit. Right. You know yeah. When, you know. You know when. Did to I mention them? we're in season four? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you really you know, know when to when hold. To them? Hold them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Get out of my head, Chewie. <laughs> know when to walk away. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know the rest. You know better count. No. <laughs> I was about to say count your blessings while you're sitting at the table. That's not right. No, if you say count your blessings, then the show's over. Oh, so no. you can't. Better watch out. Yeah, don't do that yet. We still got a bunch of pages, <laughs> and I got a whole big section coming up. That's right. <laughs> You better practice it, you son of a bitch. Oh, so, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guarantee I didn't. <laughs> I love it. Don't worry, I'll edit it. You, you all won't even notice. Oh, yeah, that's that right. I messed it up. I'll edit somebody else. I'll edit myself saying it again. A voiceover. <laughs> I'll just edit having the computer talk it. 
<laughs> so it's like, oh, welcome Stephen Hawking to the podcast. From oh. encyclopedia.com and Bernal Fiat del You're going to do that. All right. So. <laughs> See, the Aztecs did slavery differently than a lot of cultures, and but they still hated poor people. So <laughs> that's thank goodness that continues to be consistent. According to Aztec Archaeology and Ethno History by Francis F. Burden, they had some problems that are consistent with today. Oh, and when they mentioned bathed sacrifices in the text, don't ask me what it means because I didn't find it. But I did find this metal description of a sacrifice which Chewie can read, so he has to say Huitzilopochtli too. Oh, I'm so <laughs> not going to say it right. From Encyclopedia.com and Bernal Diaz del Castillo's book, The Discovery and Conquest of Mexico, Diaz del Castillo, a foot soldier in Hernando Cortez's army, describes seeing his comrades who had been captured in a recent battle, being dragged by force up the steps of the temple of Coatepec by Aztec warriors and priests. As the dismal drum of the war god, Huitzilopochtli, mixed with the ominous sounds of the shell and horn trumpets, the Aztecs decorated their captives with Aztec costumes and with fans in their hands, they forced them to dance before Huitzilopochtli, was that right? Yeah. No, that was terrible. That oh. sounded like Witz- some kind of this, the Polish guy from the precinct. Witz- hey, it's Witzy Polachki. Hey, come here. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I was thinking it. Witzy Lepochli. Oh, Witzy I'll just say it. Witzy Lepochli. Now you can go. Shush. They forced them to dance before Witzy Polachli. After the ceremonial preparation, we are told that the Aztecs lay Spaniards on their backs on some rather narrow stones, which had been prepared as places for sacrifice. And with some knives, they sawed open their chests and drew out their palpitating hearts and offered them to the idols that were there. Following this offering to the gods of the temple, the victims were rolled back down to the bottom of the steps where ritual experts cut off their arms and feet and flayed the skin off the faces and prepared it afterwards like glove leather with the beards on and kept those for the festivals where they celebrated drunken orgies and the flesh they ate at Chili Mole. Like so. Okay, so basically, Leatherface was per- doing all this for Billy Idol. That's what I got out of that. Yes, Le- <laughs> yes, that's that's a good <laughs> succinct clip note version of of what was just said. So now, if they did all that with a regular sacrifice, so we were just timing it for the cutting out the the heart part. We weren't right. throwing them back down the steps and cutting off their arms and feet and cutting their faces off. Wow. So you got to do all that processing. That would fucking take forever. It would all have to, everything would have to take kind of about the same amount of time or else the backlog on the bottom would be crazy. 
Yeah, oh man, they too. would just pile up down there, right? Just <laughs> right. You imagine being in the line, like, hey, what's gonna happen up there? And then like some guy comes rolling down the steps <laughs> next to you and you're like, Hey, that's not gonna happen to us, right? No, no, different line, different line. <laughs> <laughs> we split off up here at the at the, at the hey, top, I, don't worry. <laughs> I remember that guy's sneakers. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Those sandals look familiar. <laughs> yeah, right. Oy. So the other thing I thought was interesting from that is apparently chili mole is just chili mole sauce like it would be today. Oh. <laughs> well, that's really going to make food very delicious in the future. That's right. And we're going to get back to the cannibalism. But first, on to the poverty and the slaves. Because <laughs> I've got that. I, I've got a quote now. Nice. In some cases, economic penury was the result of an individual's own actions. An uncontrollable addiction to gambling appears to have been an especially common vice. What the fuck were they gambling on? How fast you could cut out somebody's hot? No, didn't Aztecs have that thing that was kind of like basketball? Remember learning about that? Was that them or the hoop? I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe they had dice. Don't ask me. Everybody's I've, got dice. I've, yeah, I guess I should have done more background. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't have sufficient background for this. <laughs> Playing out an unhappy scenario, such an individual could lose all of his belongings and those of his parents, and finally or lose control over his own labor as well, and possibly even end up as a ritually bathed sacrificial offering, all hmm. to cover gambling debts. This unfortunate man, it was said, was burdened by an unlucky day sign called One House. A woman born on the same day was fated to be lazy and careless, <gasps> ultimately entering servitude where she continued to be vain and incorrigible. She could then be sold to slave dealers, ending up as a ceremonially bathed sacrifice. Oh, wonderful. You know? In some other cases of impoverishment, however, the forces of poverty were beyond an individual's control. Most calamitous occurrence was the devastating drought in central Mexico in the mid-1400s. Years of famine left vast numbers of people starving, many of whom sought relief by selling their daughters for 400 years of maize and their sons for 500 years of maize into slavery to people on the Gulf Coast where maize was plentiful. So there, you got that going for you. Mm. That's In a different vein, debts always had to be honored. If a person incurred a debt and died without paying, a surviving family member was obligated to work off the debt. Oh, now I would be pissed. <laughs> yeah, we better not fucking yeah. let's let's not go back to that. Let Congress hear that, or they're going to fucking make it a law <laughs> or some shit. Um, <laughs> An additional road to enslavement involved the commission of certain crimes, especially theft. Consistent with the theme of debt payment, the apprehended thief was obligated to work for his or her victim until the amount of the theft was paid off. Now, this is the extra weird part. Hmm. The status of slave in the Aztec world was generally not inherited, but was instead individually achieved. Slaves were not considered property. Rather, they retained rights to marriage and possession, sometimes acquiring slaves themselves. And they were not neglected ritually, for they were treated with special care on the day one death. 
While virtually anyone could acquire slaves, undoubtedly the greatest number were found in the households of nobles who could both afford and use them. They served the many everyday needs of these extensive and complex households and themselves were provided with a certain level of sustenance. So I'm not really sure how it works if a slave has a slave. Like, Melz, if you own Shuey and Shuey owned me, then I would be stuck doing all the work because if you told Shuey to do something, he would just tell me to do it. So that seems like some fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, I would make up something Shuey had to do right away so that he couldn't get out of it. And then I would sacrifice you both, probably, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't last long at all. Not yeah, under my no. terrible no. Not under my hand. No, no, no. no. And we get reincarnated as fucking sweaters or laundry detergent or some shitty like that. <laughs> well, you get reincarnated as prairie dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, not that kind. Yeah, the oh. kind of oh. is to do with the butt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> How about that cutting off the face part of the sacrifice, huh? Oh, that's hot. That's I've been thinking about it ever since I it's like ever since I read it. I was about and they to left say. the beards on for like a for like a handle. <laughs> Gosh, that's great. I'm sorry. I've got a lot of mental images going through my mind right now. <laughs> I can imagine them cutting it off and then using the beard like like you like somebody would use a lasso, just you know, like <laughs> Just swinging it around. Spinning it around and everything. Swinging it around. That's how you dry it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a Gallagher show. The first few rows are like the splash zone. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, just blood going everywhere. I would be that person, you know, like with the, the ADD. It's like, hey, quit that. Get back to work. That would be the yeah, one right? with the bodies piling up in front of me. <laughs> the logistics of all the shit they did to these people. Yeah crazy like that's fucking fascinating yeah. like i don't know i would be the cut off the feet guy uh, yes you would because that would do that would uh, i don't like him anyway so because of him... the toenails eh. there's no reason to go into it we've covered this <laughs> so it is the toenails <laughs> listen is it the toenails or the stuff that gets stuck underneath them? Oh, you know what? or the stuff that gets stuck between the toes. <laughs> I don't toe. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. This is this is what you guys choose to discuss. It's payback, baby. I didn't. Ugh. All right. We've covered most of the big horrifying elements of the Aztec culture, but please note, that I personally, and Strangeful Things as a show, wish the Aztecs had beaten the Spanish. Don't make any mistake, I'd rather be able to see Tenochtitlan as I'm thrown down some steps with my heart gone than have it be all wrecked like it is now. <laughs> that said, I'm going to go through some rapid-fire Aztec hits, and you can stop me when you want to complain about them or ask questions that I'm certain I won't be able to answer. Okay. All right. All right. So, Tlaloc. Another big god of theirs was Tlaloc, who was the god of lightning and rain. Rain being important to the survival of the civilization, obviously, since they had to grow all their maize and whatnot. 
They, of course, needed to do some sacrificing to get some. But oh, Tlaloc was a pedo god and only wanted children. Oh, and boy. it's actually worse than you think because the kids had to cry or else the ritual wouldn't work. Because apparently Tlaloc would make their tears into rain. Wow. So if a kid didn't cry... Then they had to make them cry before they did the sacrifice. And so it would be like, ah, Santa's not real. And now you're dead. <gasps> oh, that's <laughs> terrible. That's, that's yep. beautiful. That is beautiful. <laughs> hey, but the that's rain so was important. Poetic. Yeah. Got to make it rain. You gotta, hey, if yeah, you, you, you sacrifice some kids for a good crop, all right? You got to worry about the economy. Maybe they would have beaten the Spanish if they hadn't killed so many of their own guys. (laughs) Hey, guess what? We're going to take 4,000. Well, they weren't taking the poor Tlaxcala guys and throwing them down the steps, so maybe it wasn't so bad. (laughs) They were just just sacrificing poor people and shit like that, so maybe they didn't care. Anyway. Don't worry about it. yeah, yeah. So as far as twins were concerned, the Aztecs had a lot of twins in their mythology and they were always super cool and powerful in the mythology. Like the but Wonder apparently Twins? Having tw- huh? Like the Wonder Twins? Yes. Zan and Jaina. <laughs> but apparently having twins in real life was considered a curse and the twins would grow up to murder their parents. <laughs> what, a, what a lovely they story. They even had a god, Zolotl, who was the god of deformed children and twins. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how they grouped it. <laughs> like, well, deformed children, deformed children and, and twins. twins. That's awful. And they thought that the twins were going to grow up to murder their parents. So you can guess what happened with one of the twins. Yes, that's they right. were sacrificed. Oh. <laughs> Cannibalism-wise... We mentioned cannibalism before, but we didn't say that pozole, which you can look up and make right now because there's a million Mm, recipes for it and is made with pork. But it's made with pork because the Spanish, after the conquest, were all like, stop using people in your pozole. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No shit, that's true. Well, they didn't want all that good meat to go to waste. They liked, they, they liked thigh meat. And according, supposedly, according to the Aztecs, the pork tasted just like people. Oh. That's why, that's why well, that might not be the, the reason why, but it contributes to the fact that uh, human meat was known as long pork. Oh, God. For that was human meat. <laughs> Gross. Toxcoddle. <laughs> Toxcoddle was a god who had his own month. And they would find a hunky guy. <laughs> like, legitimately, the choice was based on looks. Like, they had to have really nice skin and long, straight hair and stuff like that. Oh, and they wow. let that guy play god for a year. They gave him four wives that he could do whatever he wanted with. He got painted black, which is problematic, but whatever. And wear a flower crown. They sort of dressed him like a wrestler, I guess, the way they described it. <laughs> it does kind of sound like that. For a year, he'd walk around playing a flute and getting worshipped. And then at the end of the year, he'd get sacrificed. Hmm. So that's... See, I always heard that growing up. We heard... I was always taught... Well, not always taught, but I was taught about the Aztec princess. And they had a thing like that with a princess, too, where... She got to be the princess for a year, and then after the year, 
sacrifice. Was she dressed like China from WWE? (laughs) (laughs) She was more of like one of the Bellas. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So they had a similar ritual for the festival of the flaying of men. Oh, God. Because the god Zippy Totek meant the flayed one. I don't know why that guy got to be a god if he was flayed, but whatever. So you got treated like a god for 40 days, and then you got all your skin cut off. And then the skin was dyed yellow so it looked like gold. And then given out to some guys who had to wear these blinged out Ed Gein suits for 20 days. (laughs) Religion. Oh, I love Ed Gein now. What? I I would much rather be the Teox Cottle guy because he got to be his thing for a year and got wives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and think of the... The pain of having your fucking skin peeled off. Yeah, that would. I can't yeah. even imagine. Like, if you've ever done that, like where you you pick a little, there's like a piece of dead skin and you pull it, and it ends Ooh. up pulling more than what's dead. Yeah, it hurts. Really hurt. And then imagine if that just went all the way around your body. Oh, <laughs> Well, and then somebody put you in a lemon suit. <laughs> and Acad- salt on you. Oh, well, Acadia, you couldn't be Toxcoddle because it had to be a hunky guy. So, yeah. sorry, but I have the hair. Although you do, I guess, dress like a wrestler. So I don't yeah, know. It is true. Hey, hmm. Hmm. Maybe I, maybe I too could get sacrificed. <laughs> so out of those, which was your favorite? The killing of one of the twins? <laughs> Making the children cry before they killed them? Oh my God. The skin flaying? The cannibalism? There's just quite a hit parade of Aztec fun. If I had to choose one, it would be cannibalism. But that because it doesn't say that I have to eat it. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. You could just well, be the cook. I'm just. I can't Maybe. taste it. Uh, could you taste this? Could you test this? It's too salty. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a vegan, so I can't really. Eat. <laughs> I don't eat I my own yeah. creations here. Okay. Oh shit! I don't. I don't eat my family. Yeah. Oh man. 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 So I'm going to wrap this up with my favorite thing. When investigating Aztec ruins, archaeologists found little carved skulls. They at first dismissed them as idols and toys and stuff, but eventually they figured out that they were whistles. So the Aztecs were badass enough to make skull whistles. But not only that, they also made the whistles sound like the screams of the people getting their skin flayed off. So I want you to listen to the sound and then think of all the practical Aztec applications of it.
Huh? What do you think? Pretty Ooh. awesome, right? That's creepy. Totally. That's creepy. pretty fucking creepy. Like, <laughs> imagine if you were going into battle and everybody on your side had one of those whistles. Yeah. Oh. And they were doing it as they were running towards you. I would just, poor Tlaxcala never had a chance. Mm-mm. They never, <laughs> they didn't have any death whistles. <laughs> Actually, any 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 application of the death whistle, like you wouldn't want that to be the notification on your phone. I don't know. I might. Yeah. We have a new message. <laughs> Maybe we should make it available to people to make as their ringtone. I, I That's mean, a good I'd idea. Be the first one to use it. Yep, maybe we'll do that for the patrons. Yep. Patrons, you're going to get a special Aztec Death Whistle ringtone. I guess that covers everything I want to talk about for the Aztecs. Anybody got a favorite? Out of all the things, not just cannibalism, not just the things at the end? I'm just having a good time still imagining the, the, what do you call it, just the line the workers line of you know when you fall down the mountain i'm just it's probably my favorite part there yeah it's just thinking about it's thinking about the volume that they went through and and how did they do all that like in a way that you know didn't take three days to do it and i mean i'm imagining like employee reviews and everything like quality you know it's like i've got to call you in here for a meeting you got very bad remarks on your employee review because you keep you keep forgetting the other foot you're only cutting off one (laughs) (laughs) you're really good at quality control i think disney brought on a bunch of their people oh jesus christ I was going to say, you could probably watch, I, I couldn't remember that Mel Gibson movie, Apocalypto. That was about... Uh, That's a great movie. But that was about the Mayans. That was about Mayans. Not the Aztecs. Yeah. That was about Mayans. Yeah. So, and I was going to say, don't put any money in Mel Gibson's pocket. Pirate the movie if you're going to watch it. Yeah. Fuck there that guy. Go. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shuey. Why don't you tell everybody how they can talk to us because we sound so interesting and nice. If you'd like to keep in touch with us outside of the show, <laughs> you can contact me. Why'd you on- turn into a carnival pervert? Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it, though. If you'd like to get in the van. <laughs> if, you, if you'd like to have a fried Twinkie. <laughs> I'm into it. I like it. <laughs> All right, well, to get in touch with us, for me on Twitter and Insta, it's at Shoey Time, S H O O E Y Time. Uh, for Mel's, it's uh, Twitter is at Mel's Bells 84, and Insta is Superficial Mel's. Uh, Acadia is at Acadia on Twitter, at Acadia Einstein on Insta. And the show is at Strangeful Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
And if you would like to take a moment to rate and review us, we would really appreciate that because that helps us get known. And that's who doesn't want to know what we're over here talking about. Yeah, who doesn't yeah. want all that background about Aztec agriculture? Yeah, we could the first half of the show we could just trick people into thinking that we're like some kind of scholarly shit. <laughs> and if you super super love us, and you really want to support us so that we can keep doing shows like this and go right great guns into season four on to season five in twenty three weeks, well. You can go to patreon.com slash strangeful where we have some fun tiers and you get some neat stuff. And like I put the I put the death whistle and this is how great the the patrons that we have are. Thank you to all of you. I put the death whistle sound in the patron discord and one of the patrons Robin Hood was like. Hey, what's that? Uh, one of those Aztec death whistles? Nice. What <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> it's probably his ringtone. Hey. God damn it. He's one of us. He's one that's of us. That's right. I guess that's it. Count your blessings. Keep on flapping. <laughs> <laughs> Say it like the carnival guy. <laughs> I can't even think of how I did that. Keep on flapping. No, that's Keep just on. Herbert from <laughs> <laughs> Muscly on Paperboy. Reach down <laughs> deep in the pockets for the change for the paper. This is, this has gone completely off the rails. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. bye.